it really is like the key piece that links everything in every part of your life, especially business, yeah. you know? And if you're ever like wondering why the strategy isn't working or you feel like you're doing all of the things you're supposed to be doing, you know, you've like got the launch plan, you've followed it, you're like batching all of your content, you're like, you're ticking off everything on your to-do list, but something is still not quite working. Mm-hmm. Like exploring the energy piece is so, is, is everything because people feel the energy with which you show up. People feel your confidence when you speak. People decide to work with you based mostly on your energy. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Sabi Kerr, who is a self-love coach, feminine embodiment guide, and leadership mentor. She guides women to feel deeply worthy, to connect to their bodies and soul mission, and live with purpose, passion, pleasure, and prosperity. Through one-on-one coaching, her podcast, Release Your Radiance, group programs, and workshops, Savvy's mission is to guide as many people as possible to step into their truest essence, find their voice, and forge their authentic path in life and business. And what a perfect guest for this episode. That is all what we're about here on the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast, and I am so excited to have you here today, Savvy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Of course. So where actually are you in the world right now? Because I think I saw on your Instagram, you were traveling around a bit. I'm I'm in London now. Okay, yeah. you are back in London. Okay. But yeah, I was a few, I've been here for a few months. I was traveling a little bit just before Christmas. But yeah. Oh, was months. it that long ago? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was traveling last weekend, but it was within the UK. Okay, okay, okay. To see, a, so- to see a friend by the beach. In the oh yeah that that's what it was I saw the beach and I was like oh where is she yeah. <laughs> awesome so to start us off would you mind just telling us how you got into all of this amazing work as a self-love coach a leadership mentor and kind of what led you down this path yeah I always feel like there's a really long answer to this question I know <laughs> <laughs> it can be as short or as long as you'd like yeah. it to be I think actually, I think you messaged me after that, the podcast episode I did on like all of the different things Mm. I've explored, right? You messaged me after that and almost that is like the answer to this question. I did so many different things and I tried so many different careers and paths before coming to coaching that all feel really linked in their own way to the work that I do now. I started out like 
being really into dance and movement when I was younger but at the same time I was really academic and I was kind of coming out of like high school with the decision of do I which path do I go down <laughs> do I do something serious do I go to university and study something really serious or do I go and like like find my my deeper level of creative expression through dance and I feel like I've been on a constant journey of like bringing together all of the different parts of me since since then went to university studied economics while doing lots of dance alongside went to full-time dance college before trained as a dance teacher and then left uni and took a year out to dance and then along the next kind of five years I explored so many different paths and worked in corporate in consulting trained to be a primary school teacher explored setting up my own like dance events business and probably a few other things that I'd forgotten and it was like along that journey I felt quite different to what most of the people around me were doing which was what most people do I guess just kind of follow a straight narrow path stick to one thing and I've always been very much like oh but there are these different parts of me that want to express and want to explore so I was expressing the creative side of me I was expressing like the business side of me the side of me that wanted to teach and guide and I still wasn't exactly sure which which path is right which one is right or is there a way that I can bring all parts of these together and then I really fell in love with yoga and, and trained to be, got my first yoga teacher training and began to teach yoga loads and loads. And the more that I just dove like headfirst into spirituality and growth and continuing to develop my like awareness of the body, um, I was just like, oh, I need to be able to take people deeper. <laughs> like, especially in London, if you if I'm teaching like a 60 minute vinyasa class, I feel like I can only just scratch the surface of what yoga yes. actually is, right? And I was like, there's so much more that I want to share. And it was really from that perspective that I began to explore coaching and mm. um, did my first coaching certification and still didn't really know exactly what route and it was only when I began to coach many different women that I was beginning to see like the common thread whether it was them wanting to feel more fulfilled in their job or to have happier relationships or to feel better about their body it was like whatever it was that they were wanting externally the link always had something to do with self-love and worthiness and them just embodying their unique truth. Mm. And so that just kind of organically became the work that I returned to again and again. And why I guess I shared my journey into that was because looking, obviously I didn't know it at the time, but looking back now, I'm like, I was almost giving myself the permission to like, really live self-love in action before I even knew what the word meant, mm. right? I was like letting myself welcome in all these parts of me. I was exploring these different things that might not have made sense to anybody else. I was saying like no to um, what was expected. And like, I was really just living from my heart mm. without even really having the language to say that. And so I think that that's also became a really big part of my work, like guiding people to live from that space. So yeah, that's a kind of a summary. <laughs> I love it. And I, I love that you went into all of these different 
paths that you've taken to get here as well because I think a lot of times first off I think a lot of entrepreneurs are multi-passionate in general and that's kind of like why they want to break the traditional mold why they want to go into entrepreneurship and then to be oftentimes felt like we have to be put in this box I think drives a lot of entrepreneurs crazy and so I love that that permission too is like you can use all of your background you can use everything that makes you you and that really excites you and that you're passionate about to tie in to your path and your passion and I love that dance is still such a huge part of your work and that you tie that in and that's your background and I would love to hear more about how you like do you tie that in with coaching to clients or do you kind of have it as a its own separate offer or yeah so I, I love this question it was interesting I was having a chat with a client about this yesterday actually because she's also like she 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 had a performing background and mm. I remember thinking at the beginning of my coaching journey especially after doing my first certification like to be a coach I need to be like a serious coach you know yeah. I need to like do things by the book I need to coach exactly how they taught me on my training mm. I want to <laughs> hear about that after too we yeah. can circle back to that yeah. <laughs> and I I think having certifications is wonderful and I'm I'm like a lifelong student and I always want to learn and train I'm doing another year-long certification right I now saw, yeah. Um, yeah which I'm loving so it's I think they're wonderful but I think that the the danger is when you limit yourself to only doing exactly what they told you and not doing anything else and you find I found that I was like watering down yes me and actually the the skills I have that are of the most value to people. Like I thought I had, you know, I'd been teaching dance for so many years, way, way before I got in, mm. way before I even knew what coaching was. Yeah. And yet I thought it was something I had to keep separate. Mm. And it was, I think it was when I was living in Bali, I started running these dance workshops. And that was the first time that I started to almost like bring together sensual dance with like the healing and self-love work that I was doing and I would bring that in together in like the dance workshop and I was just blown away because these women were walking out of there transformed you know like radically transformed and I was kind of like wow how can I not bring this into the work that I do mm. I just have to now and so I bring it in when it feels when it feels relevant. Like sometimes yeah. I do standalone workshops, but in most of the programs I do, I'll bring in at least one dance like workshop or class. Um, even in private coaching, like if there's a space where it really feels relevant to get into the body in some way, then then we'll bring that in too. So it's yeah, I've I've definitely shifted to okay, I have to follow the book and do follow follow the, the rule book and do things how I was taught to okay, I get to be intuitive and I get to trust all of these skills that I have and know when is right to use them. And yeah, for me, dance is just one of the most powerful ways to bring women, but really anyone, into their body, into their sensuality into this like feeling space that we can't quite reach just with words, just with talk mm. coaching. So yes. yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Have you ever heard the quote, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist? Mm, yeah. Makes me think of that a lot as well. Like it's, 
I think there's a lot of value as well, like you were saying, in these coaching, in these more strict kind of coaching certifications and programs. And I'm right there with you where I could take certifications and coaching forever and never get bored of it. And I love stacking that, but it's also being able to spin off that into your own unique artistry, which is exactly what you do, which I love. That's like the such a perfect example of that is like you educate yourself, you learn the rules, you know the rules, and then you're able to break them in a way that really works for you and your clients. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's when you get, that's when you feel the most alive about the work that you do. Hmm. And I think the, the challenge that some people have is like, no one can teach you how to coach like that person or how to do things like that person like I've had people ask me oh like how did you learn to like to guide and lead in the way that you did and it's like it's almost hard for me to answer that because it's not just one thing it's a culmination and a combination of all of my trainings all of my life experiences all of my passions all the things that I love to do all coming together it's not just one thing and so for me, like for anyone that's listening to this, if you are, whether you're a coach or a yoga teacher or like a wellness entrepreneur, it's remembering that your greatest power as a leader is in bringing all of your skills together, like your unique combination of talents, your personality, how you show up and actually bringing them all together is really what sets you apart. Oh, a hundred percent. And I even thought like when you were saying all of your history with the dance, with all of those things, you know, I have worked with, and I know many self-love coaches and they don't do dance. They don't, you know, they don't tie in, in the same way. And I think with a lot of people thinking, oh, it's a saturated market. I already see so many mindset coaches, yoga coaches, self-love coaches, business coaches, like whatever you are, whatever you want to create, there's, yes, there's so much of it. And to be unique and stand out is to be all of you and bring all of that into it. I love that you said that. Yeah. I love that you said that too. I talk about this a lot and I, <laughs> I often share the story of, I remember I was living in Bali at the time. There were lots of self-love coaches, you know, like Bali, everyone's a coach in Bali. You're sitting in a cafe. Every person next to you is a self-love coach. <laughs> I love that though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember it's obviously very different to being in like a city like London. Yeah. And I just remember I was at the beginning of my like business journey. And I remember thinking, how can I also decide to call myself a self-love coach? Like when, like, is there space for me here? Yes. How am I going to stand out? Like, what am I? Yeah. And I was so almost caught up in like needing to niche down and I've like shifted dramatically how I see niching and it's like actually expanding rather than niching down. It's like, how can you expand? How can you have the label of a self-love coach or a mindset coach or a yoga teacher, mm. but at the same time not be defined by the label because you actually are your niche all of the different skills that you have are what sets you apart yes. not the label yes and just more so learning to express all of those things mm. in a way that works for your business yeah. and makes exactly. sense yes exactly yeah oh, and i always funny. like to say <laughs> if you decide that it makes sense then it gets to make sense like it's as simple as making a decision. If you decide this fits my brand, 
than it gets to. But you have to carry that across with like power and conviction, you know? If you're kind of like half-hearted about it, if you kind of do it, but then you own like, you're kind of scared of showing it fully, it's probably not gonna work. Mm. And so you have to like stand there confidently and declare this gets to be part of my brand. Yes, really stand in the power of that. So you're you're in London. Are there a lot of coaches or people or entrepreneurs? Do you have a, a nice network of coaches and entrepreneurs there? Like obviously not like Bali probably, but how does that show up in your work? Do you ever feel like finding a community, a supportive community is something that you're longing or? Mm, it's definitely different to Bali in the sense that not everyone's all in the same place, you mm. know, all in the same cafes hanging out. <laughs> um, you have to look for it a little more. And actually I've realized, I mean, probably in most big cities, but in London, there's so, there are so many people that do this work. There are so many coaches. You just have to look for them you know like I think it's why I love London is because any type of person you can find in London you can probably yeah. find a lot of them so you ha- you just have to be you have to take more action you know you just can't sit back wondering why you can't find people in this world you actually have mm-hmm. to take action to find people which is why I like to and I haven't done them for a while I'm planning to start them back up again like I set up coaches meetups so that people could gather together um, in London. And it was like, there were so many people that were like, oh my goodness, like, thank you. I've wanted to come to something like this. Yeah. And so just wanted to share that because if, again, if you're listening to this and you're resonating and you want to find more people that are into the work that you do, then let yourself be the one to start that because I guarantee there will be other people in that space. If you can't find it, create it. Mm, exactly will come (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think that really goes into uh, as well like sometimes when people are starting and they're saying like well I don't know anyone who's going to buy this or sometimes I hear people where you know like I want to create this and you know this is really what I feel passionate about but I don't know if this demographic will pay that or you know if they're out there and I think that would play into that a lot as well as like being yourself showing up boldly and in your power and creating kind of that beacon to attract those people to you instead of just assuming that they're not out there because there are all sorts of people out there and especially with the platforms that we have today like Instagram and social media platforms like we have the ability to reach all sorts of people I love that you said that and I think like I love that so much and I feel like anyone that gets so caught up in like traditional marketing theory like needs to hear what you just said Mm. because you know it's like okay traditional marketing like step one like get really clear on your ideal client avatar like really really clear on that one person and and you can get really bogged down by that and almost like lose your aliveness and your passion for the work Mm. versus you being so tapped in and like alive and embodied in what you share that the people that are already in your space almost like can't help but be like I I want some of what she's got yes I need some of that in my life (laughs) that becomes so magnetic Mm, exactly Switching gears a little bit, if you don't mind, I really would love to hear about just like your worthiness work, because I know that's like a real 
large pillar of your work. And I think this is something that listeners could, it would be super helpful for listeners to hear just how to cultivate that worthiness. I think a lot of the blocks that come up in entrepreneurship is a lot of that worthiness and giving yourself permission to show up and being able to show up boldly and knowing like, I know my mindset is getting in the way. I know I'm telling myself I'm not good enough and no one cares what I have to say. I know these things are happening, but what are some practices that I can really start to cultivate and move beyond that? So if you don't mind sharing, like maybe some practices of worthiness and like building your own internal worthiness to show up more in that permission and that power and how that plays into both personal growth, business growth and all the things. Yeah, I love I love this. And it really is like the key piece that links everything in every part of your life, especially business, yeah. you know, and if you're ever like wondering why the strategy isn't working or you feel like you're doing all of the things you're supposed to be doing, you know, you've like got the launch plan, you've followed it, you're like batching all of your content, you're like, you're ticking off everything on your to-do list, but something is still not quite working. Mm-hmm. Like exploring the energy piece is so, is, is everything because people feel the energy with which you show up. People feel your confidence when you speak. People decide to work with you based mostly on your energy, you know, and they like, your expertise is important, but yeah, energy is everything. And your level of self-love and self-belief and worthiness drastically shifts how you show up as, as, as a leader that's confident with what they do. And <laughs> it's a simple one, um, but I might as well start with a simple practice. Daily dancing in front of the mirror. <laughs> Ooh, tell us more. So something, and again, it's simple because you're like, oh, is that like just put a song on and dance in front of the mirror? Like, Simple, yeah. but I bet most people are not doing that. Yeah, right? simple, but most people aren't doing it. And something begins to shift. I mean, there's like two, two pieces there. First piece is like when you allow yourself to get into your body every day and you begin to cultivate a relationship with, with your body, mm-hmm. um, you, you fall more, like you become more connected with you, with who you are on a deeper level. You also learn to release the attachment to the mind stuff, the perfectionism, the worries, what like your audience are thinking, you begin to actually trust yourself more. You begin to trust your ideas. You begin to trust the creations that you have. You begin to like have the intuitive downloads and then just like put an offer out there. Like the process becomes much smoother when you're in touch with your body because you're not constantly outside of yourself. So getting out of your head to get into your body. Exactly. And so any practice that connects you to your body daily is great. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so dancing is one of them. It also drastically lifts your mood and helps you tap into this like level of pleasure and aliveness Mm -hmm. so quickly and that energy, that's like your creative energy. That's the energy that, that like the downloads drop in, the inspiration comes. You feel when you're connected to that aliveness, like you feel so connected to your purpose, to your work, to your mission, to what your business is really all about. 
And then adding like the mirror piece, <laughs> um, you begin to actually see yourself and let yourself be seen in a way that's like powerful, in a way that's sexy, in a way that's sensual, in a way that's like deeply connected. And if you're new to that, it's probably going to feel weird at the beginning. It might feel very, very awkward, but keeping at it, like keeping up with it, you can really begin to drastically shift how you see yourself. And when you're able to do that and see yourself with deep love and power, imagine then how you're going to show up on Instagram. Imagine how you're going to show up on a live stream or in a workshop if you can show up like that for yourself in front of the mirror every day. Mm. And so your energy drastically shifts then when you're with your community and your audience, and they can feel that they can feel that power. Yes, I love that so much. And I think that's such a motivation for someone who may hear that and they're like, I'm trying to grow my business. I'm not going to dance in front of the mirror every day. Like that feels like a waste of time because sometimes I see people, you know, with that mindset of like, if it's not directly making me money, then it's not worth my time. And these are the practices. Like if you can get yourself to commit to those, whether it's dancing in front of the mirror or your meditation or your journaling or any of those practices that can build you up is just like you said, going to take you so much further and be able to show that energy and that energy is going to come across to your community. I love that you said that. And I love that you kind of pointed out that thought that some people might have, or like that, that resistance that some people might have to doing work like this. And I guess I want to say like most of us that have businesses where we are our like brand, the service-based businesses where you are your personal brand, where your ideas come through you and you share them with the world, you're going to make more money the better you feel. Yes. (laughs) You're going to make more. When you feel really good, you're going to feel more inspired to create. You're going to show up in a way that's more magnetic. You're going, like, it changes everything. Mm. And so it's not just like wishy-washy woo-woo stuff. It's like, this actually changes how you sit and write an email, how you sit and write your content, how you sit and plan your next offer. Like, it shifts every single thing that you do. And I want to say that for the people that feel like this is just like fluffy stuff because it really isn't (laughs) I yes 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 I could not agree more with that like that needs to be said a million times (laughs) and I think it needs to be repeated too like I come back to that myself all the time of like my energy is the most important thing for me to show up in this way and it's like we always I think need that reminder and like how can you how can you preserve your energy and maximize your energy to show up? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do you have any other like weekly or daily practices that you find for yourself really help balance your energy, increase creativity? And um, I know dancing in front of the mirror and I know you've been pole dancing as well, which I have been loving following your journey on Instagram. It looks so fun. So yeah side note on the pole dancing before I answer that question pole mm-hmm. dancing I've also been like starting to roller skate as well there's yeah. something really dramatically shifting about getting into your body doing something that feels challenging doing something that feels playful 
Like I might have had a really hard day or I might feel tired and then I'll go roller skating or I'll go pole dancing and I'll come out of that feeling like feeling so empowered, feeling Mm. like I could sit down and write 10 posts, feeling like I could do anything. And again, it comes back to that, like not underestimating the power of the body and how it can shift the external. In terms of other practices that I, this is maybe less of a practice and more just like a daily continuous check-in whenever I just need like grounding, (laughs) just like a hand on the body. Often it's like the heart and the belly and just like taking a few really deep breaths when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm when I'm feeling confused, when I feel like there's a lot that's just going on, just really grounds me back to like my why, my purpose, the present moment. It puts things into perspective. So yeah, again, a simple one, but an important one. Yeah, I, I think the, the most simple ones that are often overlooked are mm-hmm. the ones that are most transformative. And I, I love what you said about like the roller skating and pole, you know, the pole dancing, the different types of dancing. It's finding those things for you. Like maybe it's not roller skating. Maybe it's taking a walk in nature or maybe it's, you know, lifting weights or going to a workout class or a spin class or whatever. It's like identifying what those things are for you and allowing yourself to put those into your schedule, put those into your week so very intentionally, just as intentionally as showing up live or recording a podcast episode, like scheduling those into your work week as it's part of your work. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like seeing it as something that's just as important as a meeting or a Zoom call, yeah. Ah, I love it, Savi. Thank you so much. I have one last question for you before we wrap up our time here today. And I love to ask everybody on the podcast this, where it's called the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. What does being a wealthy and well woman look like or what does that mean to you? Ah, I love that question. What a good question. Yeah, and what's coming up is it's really about connecting to to my worthiness, my innate worthiness, my innate power, connecting to like who I've always been and letting that authentic expression come through unapologetically. Because when you do that, when you let the power of you in your fullness be seen, the abundance comes, right? The 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 wellness comes. You feel your most healthy, your most well, your most abundant when you're living in deep connection to your truth. So yeah, being a wealthy well woman is really about bringing more of who you are forwards to the table. Oh, yes. That was such a unique answer. I just want to say, I always ask this question and I love that response. It's really like freeing yourself internally and all of that comes all the well, the well, all of that comes from living in alignment and being truly you. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you so much, Savi, for coming on the podcast today. It was so lovely to have you. Where can people plug into you? Like what, what do you have going on in your world? Where can people find you? Do you have any upcoming programs or anything that um, you'd like to share with the community? Uh, So definitely come find me on Instagram. 
My name is Sabi. My handle is sabi.ker. And my website, sabbycare.com, you can find a free worthiness bundle there and then you'll be added to my mailing list. That's some good places to start. And if you resonate with some of the things that we've talked about today, then definitely drop me a DM. I would love to, to chat. And I have a few things coming, a few ways to work with me on everything that we've explored. My one-to-one -one mentorship, Embodied Magnetism is a really good space to get one-to-one -one support in all of this. And then I have a really special um, mastermind starting, an Embodied Ooh. Feminine Leadership Mastermind, really diving into everything we've explored today, bringing more of who you are forwards to the online space, to your business, letting like yourself be your niche, bringing more pleasure to your business, to the way that you do things, breaking the rules so that you can run your business in a way that actually feels really good. Mm. Um, and letting that be how you show up in your leadership and in your business. So yeah, if, if that kind of thing resonates with you, then drop me a DM and I can share some more details about the mastermind. Amazing. Thank you again, Savi, so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also, share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it, and I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the Wealthy and Well Woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there, and I cannot wait to connect with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.